You're listening to Run, Are You Win? Revive Us Now podcast with Steve Gray. As pastor of the Smithton Outpouring and the Kansas City Revival, Steve is a leading voice of revival worldwide. Steve shares his life-changing encounters with God, along with biblical teaching that equips you to experience and lead lasting revival. Come, run with Steve and expect God to revive us now. Hello and welcome to another Revive Us Now podcast. I am your host, Steve Gray, and I've got with me J.D. King again. He's a pastor and, and an author, and, and uh, he, he's right alongside here at World Revival Church helping us build the kingdom of God. So I ask him to join me today as we talk about, is it God's discipline or the devil's demons? This is part two. If you missed uh, the part one, you might want to go back because it's on demand. You can get that and get mm-hmm. caught up with us because we're mm-hmm. finding out that there's a lot of Christians confused right. and they get into a difficult situation and they don't know whether it's God or not. And a lot mm-hmm. of people let make a lot of mistakes right. because they think, well, maybe it's God sending me over here. And they'll, JD, they'll make a lot of mistakes right. positively thinking, well, I think God wants me to do this. God right. wants me to do that. And they're just following in rabbit tracks. It's not right. really God. And we might talk about that in just a minute. And then, and then they, or they think, well, the devil's after me and, mm-hmm. and uh, they give up or whatever. You know, right, just a right. lot of confusion uh, going on. And I think part of it, J.D., too, is, uh, uh, you know, Paul said that when he ended, was coming to the end of his ministry, that he fought the good fight of faith. So when mm-hmm. you get into this, uh, there's a fight of faith. Right. And I was, I was mentioning to you before, uh, a lot of people think if it's God... It's going to be easy, right? What do you What do you say to that? <laughs> well, I think that that's really a ridiculous statement, always, yeah. because I mean, sometimes great things are going to require a lot of effort, a lot of passion. I mean, you think about Israel was called to take the land, and I mean, there were massive giants in the land. I mean, that's not going to be easy to take the land. I mean, anything worth having is going to have some obstacles in the way. So, I mean, I think that the fact that you hit a little bit of a tough moment has nothing to do with whether it's God's calling or not. I mean, you know, what God calls you to, you do whether it's easy or not. Yeah. That's really important. I mean, you know. Yeah, that's been my, always my philosophy. Uh, I remember I went to a particular uh, ministry when we decided to move here to Kansas City from the small town to the city. And uh, it's a well-known person. If I said their name, everybody would know. And uh, I mm-hmm. went to him and, and I explained the situation. I thought maybe God was mm-hmm. wanting us to come to Kansas City. And, you know, they just made it so perfectly yeah. easy because I was telling them there's this obstacle and that obstacle and this thing mm-hmm. and that thing. And they just looked at me and said, well, you know, if it's God's will, you yeah. don't have any other choice. You right just on. do it. It doesn't matter how hard it is. doesn't right, matter right. how many obstacles. doesn't matter how many mountains you've got to climb, whatever. Right, right. If it's God's will, you just do it. But there is that deception like as soon as it gets difficult, maybe it wasn't God. Will right now it could be that you you did it not God's will but right. that doesn't mean that it's not God's will just because um, it gets it gets hard right. and um, then and then we we also realized too we talked about this on the other podcast that uh, God disciplines those He loves right. and I don't think we had time to mention this that how. Uh, you know, how does God discipline? We mentioned that a lot of times people think of punishment. Right. And I've found, I don't know if you found this to be true, but I've found that God's favorite way to discipline is through His Word. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he gives us wisdom, revelation, redirecting us. 
to what he wants. And could there be any better way rather than punishment or, right. or uh, getting a big stick and beating us with it? Yeah. He, he sends his word or a pastor or yeah. I've even, you know, a worship song. You can be getting right, a worship right. song and there's some line in it and you go, ah, yeah. God's trying to tell me something. Right. And right. I'd rather him do it in a word or a yeah, song yeah. or a sermon. Community, oh, yeah. relationships, all that. Yeah, just more uplifting but still guiding us and putting us in the right place. Yeah, and then other people like they... You know, a storm hits or lightning mm -hmm. strikes, and then they go, you suppose God's trying to tell us something? <laughs> well, if he is, why'd you wait so long? Yeah, right, why, right, right. Why didn't you listen to that sermon and take care of right, it right, right. right then? <laughs> but people get so confused. I Remember I told you this once? Somebody yeah. asked me, you know, you suppose the devil's in all these Hollywood movies? And I said, I don't no. think so. I think the devil's <laughs> sitting in front of the TV watching all those Hollywood movies. You know, That's let's true. get this figured That's out true. where the devil really is. Right so, on, right so on. So I try to not gear the uh, everybody's life through disasters and right. say, well, God's sending a disaster to yeah. wake you up because he'd much prefer sending you his word and train you by it. Mm -hmm. But there is uh, one thing I noticed, and maybe you have, mm -hmm. that people miss Mm -hmm. Do you remember, uh, and, and, and we need to know this, and I, I want to know if you agree with this, but mm -hmm. you remember when David messed right. up uh, and sinned, right. one of the lines he said is, yeah. take, uh, or he said is, uh, cast me not away yeah, right. from your presence. Right. And you remember when Adam and Eve sinned, they mm -hmm. got cast away. Right, right, right. Now there's going to be thousands of people sit in church this Sunday and mm -hmm. go, where are you, God? I, I'm, right, I'm right. here in church, but I don't know if God's in attendance. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of times God's discipline is distance. What, what do yeah, you think? I think you're right. I mean, I think often we make punishment or wrath the first act of God. It's usually a sanction or a withdrawal. Mm -hmm. And, of course, the goal would be that we sense that emptiness or that lack of favor and we go, Lord, I want you. You know, you, and we make, you know, change course. We pivot. We press back in and... I think that that's often the way that God works. He doesn't just come and, you know, crack heads, if you will. He, he pulls back a little bit and says, hey, you know, notice that I'm not there on that same level of favor and goodness that you're used to. Shift. Come back into alignment with me. And, you know. and those that want him, it's, it's mm -hmm. um, a compliment to him. Right. That I noticed I'm not near you. I've noticed right. and I don't want to live like this. Right. And the people that don't care, don't care. Yeah, that, that's wickedness. Like no regard for God, right. I don't care. Right. And the people that do care, then that scripture comes to life, right? right. Draw near to God, He'll, He'll draw near to you. Yeah. You feel the distance. I'm gonna make. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna do something about it. Yeah. And so I think that a lot of people they complain about it. I, I just don't feel God anymore. I go to church. Yeah. We go to a dead church. Well, do something about it. That's yeah. part of discipline rather than yeah. like you said rather than God wait don't wait for somebody to crack your head over and hit yeah, you right, or something right. you know so what do you think about this one now um from John 10 you know John 10, 10 yeah, where definitely. it says uh the devil comes yeah. to steal kill yeah. and destroy right so right. here's people trying to figure out is God trying to tell me something or is it the devil or whatever? Right. What do you think of that scripture as kind of a guideline to say, is it God or the devil? I use that scripture all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, the, It gives us clear indication. The thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus said, I have come that you might have life. So Jesus comes to give life. The devil comes to destroy, hinder, undermine. I mean, you know, that's as clear as can be. So when we see things being destructive, damaging, 
you know, taking us away from beauty and truth. That's obviously the devil, but you know, the Lord, he's coming to give us beauty and life and purpose. And doesn't mean he doesn't challenge us, obviously. Right. But the thing is, a challenge is challenging unto beauty, unto purpose. Right. It isn't challenging you to destroy you. It's challenging you to move you up. And, and so, you know, the, the, the lines, it couldn't be any more clear. I think religion, you know, messes us up way too much. There is ugliness that's rooted in Satan and there's beauty Rooted in Jesus, you know. We, yeah, we mentioned on the last podcast that you'd made a trip uh, to Argentina. Right, right. I know you ministered down there, and you saw mm-hmm. other people minister down right, there, and right. you saw great uh, moves of God where right. many, many people uh, were coming to Jesus. Right. I mean, it's an obvious, and my, my question is obvious, but I want right. you to talk on it. The, the clear, different picture you saw right. of those coming to Jesus and what they looked like right. and those that were, you drive down the streets of people who weren't paying attention to right, Jesus right, right. and what they looked like because right. you, you, you go and you pray for people and they come to Jesus and then you go out and maybe yeah. take a drive somewhere and you yeah. see all these people whose lives are being destroyed right. by poverty, false gods. Or what, just, yeah. I mean, it's obvious yeah, to me, I mean, it, but let's yeah. talk about the difference. I mean, I mean it's all over the countenance, the beauty, the power. I mean, the faces of people coming to Jesus, they just light up. You can see their eyes. There's a clarity and light in their eyes. And these people that are, you know, overcome with darkness, they, you know, their, their faces are downcast. They're, 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 they're just sad. They're tormented. You can see it all over them. And, and so, you know, coming to Jesus is, 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 is delivering. It's transforming. It, it restores your emotions, your humanity. I mean, you can see it. You can experience it. People just are changed as they're brought into Jesus. Yeah. And so when you talk about John 10 to kill, steal, and then I like I like the word destroy because yeah. that's the one that I think Christians in the Western society that mm-hmm. our church attenders miss the most. They right. the steal and the kill. They kind of get when their mm-hmm. bank account goes or right. somebody dies or whatever, they kind of get that or on their deathbed or whatever. But they miss the destroy because he destroys right. relationships. Mm-hmm. Most of all, he's out to destroy the unity of the church. Right, right. The relationships you're in, mm-hmm. the, even friendships in the church are hard. It is hard right. to maintain a friendship in a church for very long because right. he goes to destroy it. Right, and I right. wanted—I didn't—I didn't get a chance to mention this to you before we went on, so we'll just take a minute to do this. But uh, since I know you talk to a lot of people in our church and churches mm-hmm. and pastors around the country, you've talked to yeah. hundreds of pastors yeah. around the country and around the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, have you ever been in that situation where they're telling you something they're going to do, and you know right in your heart they're not going to listen to you? You can't tell them no because <laughs> they're not really asking for your opinion. Yeah. But you just right know in your heart yeah. that it's not God. Yes. Definitely. And you know right in your heart. Dozens and dozens of times, yeah. Okay, so if that happens yeah. and you're sitting there listening to them and you know you can't say anything because you know they're not, they're just going, you're not going to be in their life anymore and you'd rather stay in their life than not be in their life. Right. For me, I've often just, I'd zone in and say, you know what, there's a destroyer here and you're mm-hmm. not going to be able to help them, but there's a destroyer and it's yeah. pride. Yeah, yeah. Pride well, is a destroyer. Yeah. And it gets into pastors, leaders, church folks, and yeah. they get this pride of I'm going to be, I'm going to go. Right. God's telling me. God's telling yeah. me I'm something better than this. 
and they start hearing God better than you, better than me, and they start noticing, well, I can go tell those people, and God's telling me about the, and God's how about this, God's yeah. telling me you have a demon, and yeah. <laughs> and yeah. uh, I'm supposed to go start this prayer thing. Remember those some people they, they say God's telling me I'm supposed to leave the church and I'm supposed to go start this healing thing. Mm-hmm. We never yeah. heard from them again. Right, right, right. They never started. God's, remember somebody came, the, God's telling me I'm supposed to start a Bible college. Never got it off, the, you know, and it's just, it was right, right. pride. And so what pride does is makes you better than other people. Right. And it's a destroyer. Right, right. That got Satan kicked out of heaven. Right, right. And all of a sudden, I just was thinking about this, it destroys the team. Yeah, It yeah. destroys unity. I wrote this down. It destroys the group and it destroys equality where right. we're a body. And mm-hmm. I found out that's a one that's why I picked up that word. It is so destructive and most Christians that I've dealt with over the years it hits mm-hmm. them and you mm-hmm. can't hardly hold a church together. Right, right. Because that pride. Have you seen yeah. that? Yeah, oh yeah, it's it's a hard thing. I mean, I know you know it like you want to train and equip people to do great ministry and learn how to pray and but then some of them get a little success or a little bit of anointing and they suddenly are not able to really, you know, work with a leader or not, you know, be mindful of what's best for the group and can be a real problematic area. You know, the devil works in a lot of different ways. Sometimes he actually, you know, gets people prideful or overextending or thinking higher of themselves than they should. And that can be just as much a tool of the devil as something else, you know, and you know, we got to look at the fruit of what we're doing. You know, what's our attitude? Are we really building up long-term? Or are we just actually damaging things? And that, that's something that's important to consider. Now, I wanted you to talk on that just for a minute. We're, we're, we're about done here. But the one thing when people look, is it God or the devil? And they miss that one almost every single time because yeah. pride gets in. And we forget this book, the Bible, is a book about a body about a group, about the group anointing, corporate anointing. Everybody gets in the body. Everybody's got Mm -hmm. a part to play. We're not all playing the same part. we got a different part to play, but we need to stick together. It's the unity of the faith, and almost everybody misses it. And after being in this over 30 years, I've watched people come, and they get in this thing, then they get stuck struck with something that elevates them. Mm-hmm. And now because they're elevated, they easily get offended. They right. easily get mad. Mm-hmm. They easily break away. And the team gets broken up and right. pretty soon they're off doing their own thing. Right. And 99% you never hear from again. Right, right. Unless there's a big difference between going and being sent. Right. Now the ones that are sent, that's a big difference. But I'm talking mm-hmm. those, that pride gets in and now they're special. And that is a destroyer too. And I just wanted to bring that up to caution people. Watch that one. Appreciate the group God puts you in. And, and, uh, you know, I heard this said once about Moses that says he was the meekest of all men Mm -hmm. because he he was satisfied with where God had placed him. Right. Right. And I think that's a great thing to be. Well, there's so much more to talk about this. I hope this has helped you to know, is it God or is it the devil? Appreciate you, J.D., yeah, kind of just taking this journey with me. I hope this has been helpful to you. Till next time, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Revive Us Now podcast with Steve Gray. Push the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode and spread the word on social media. For more episodes and resources, go to reviveusnowpodcast.com. Until next time, keep on running for revival.